I gotta see. Okay. Oops. Yeah, you know, I do. This is dedicated to the mothers, all of the mothers, all of the mothers, dedicated to the mothers. Whether you're new, you're old, you're black or blue, if you're white, you're Spanish, or Asian too, this is all for the mothers, hey, dedicated to hey, the mothers, hey, all for hey, the mothers, hey, dedicated to hey, the mothers. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can't. Listen, I it can. just be popping in your head, and I just love it, okay? I love it. Frank. It is true. This is really dedicated to the mamas, you know? It is. I say May is Mama's Month. That's why it's in May. May, Mama's Month, you know? It's for us. It's for us. It's so funny because dads get like Every a Father's Day. Every month is day. for us, but I understand what you're saying. I, uh, I agree. Because uh, we do too much. I love how it's like Father's Day, like four commercials on TV, but for moms, what? it's like, oh, Mother's Day weekend. And it's like... Yep. I know people hate that. They be like, well, that's not fair. But you have to, but I get it. And I think it is kind of fair to be real transparent with yeah. you. And we're not saying that, oh, dads aren't important, but, however, not but, however, what we are saying is moms do a lot. Yes, a lot. A lot. And we go through a lot of changes. Yeah. We do a lot of things that I think that, Men will never understand. We'll never. We'll never. We'll really just never. Just never understand. Understand. You know? You know? So, with that being said, welcome back to another episode of So Problematic. This is your girl, Cece. And Jay. And we're coming to you with Mother's Day episode. Mother's Day episode. Yes. You know what my song is? Can nothing beat my mother's love? It's like, <laughs> Every time I hear that song, it's like my mind just goes to, oh, oh Lord, friend, let's get the tissue. <laughs> let's get the tissue for this one, okay? <laughs> let's get it. I love it, though. I just, like, I think that motherhood has definitely changed me. Oh, gosh. Yes. Definitely changed me mm. in, in so many different ways, you know? Okay, so before we get into it, how were you before motherhood? Let's be very, like... Uh, would you who, like how do you feel or how do you feel like you were if, I, if I'm wording it right like okay how are you living not in detail but like for like your mentality your mindset like how were you before motherhood who were you for motherhood well with that being said um I was still young mm-hmm. I was a I was a teen mom so motherhood started a little early for me true and I want to say that I still had immature, you know, an immature mindset. So I don't think that I really had time to really focus on what was the difference. I was still a child, like pretty much mm-hmm. in a sense, you know, doing grown up things. So I think that I had to change that mentality pretty fast. Okay. So, yeah, I was, I was kind of young. I was still enjoying life i was into boys obviously 17 (laughs) years old you know i was looking slim i was looking fine (laughs) i can't stand you know what i'm saying (laughs) had the curves going on i was into it i was i was into the attention so i think that you know at that age i just was living i just was living what about you 
for me, you know, but well, motherhood for me started definitely later. I um, had Kenzie at 28. Um, and before her, like, you know, I was a, like, I was a free spirited person. Like I was getting up and going, I was throwing on like gym clothes and going to the gym at two in the morning. Cause mm-hmm. it was open. Um, mentally I was just like, Oh, if I want to go here, I'm going to go married and everything. You know, I was just, I was free spirited. It was like no pre thought to things. Or yeah. I didn't think about things secondly, because it was like, even if I was going to do something with my, with my husband at the time, it was, you just get up and go. Yeah. It was like, all right, we'll go to dinner. We'll go to dinner. Oh, we're going to do this? We're going to do this. We, we booked vacations every year. We were always traveling. So we were, like, in two different countries every year. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, um, I was selfish, like, mentally, emotionally, yeah. physically just selfish. I was getting my nails done. I was doing a lot of things for myself. But then, again, I had a right to be selfish. It's just me. Yeah. You know? I yeah. had to think about but me and my dog. So, I mean... I was more selfish, more self-centered, um, free-spirited, yeah. get up and go. I didn't really, I didn't really put a lot of thought for the future. Like, I was more in the present. Yeah. And the future wasn't really a big thing for me. It was a thing, but it wasn't a big thing for it me. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, you got to think about life insurance and all uh-uh. that other stuff. Mm, hell no. No. It was more like, all right, girl, we're going to get this check. Ooh, we're going to do this? You want to go on vacation? going to spend this check. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it was like, I don't got anything hanging on to me with my dog and my husband at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It. So, yeah. You know? And so. like you said, the body, ooh, y'all. Mm. I was in bikini uh, competitions, y'all. My body fat was 10%. Like, I, the girl. Yes. Uh, though, though a bit slim, I never had much curves at all. And, and my husband at the time, he was complaining about that. He was like, bruh. Gain some weight because I don't like this like built like figure. Uh-huh. I like more of like a little softness to you. Yeah. But I was like, screw that, nigga. I'm gonna do what I want to do. <laughs> I was going to the gym, no body fat, chilling. That's what I'm no saying. No curves. So it was like, yeah. And I had time. I had the time. Had the time. Had the time. I had time for a lot of shit. I had the time I to hang time. out late, do mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Friend. Everything changed. Girl. <laughs> hey, when I saw them two lines on that pregnancy test, I said, ooh. Everything changed, okay? Hey, do you ever have people who are pre- who are having their first kid now and they say, ain't nothing going to change. This baby going to have to work on my schedule. Oh, I, see, I, I hear it and see it all the time. time. All the time. And I love it. I be like, okay. <laughs> I see it and love it all the time. But you see, like, people who say that normally have grandparents or like grandma be watching the child because that they still be going to hang out Trying and all that out. other stuff yeah. they had the aunties and, and the older kids watching the child true. still trying to live their different life true 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 so no it is so true um that things do change in yeah. every aspect and i think things change from when you find out wait did things change for you, sorry, when you found out you were pregnant with the two lines or when you heard the heartbeat or when you actually saw the baby? Or do you feel like me where things change slowly after each one? Okay, so, because obviously mm-hmm. I haven't experienced it more than once. Mm-hmm. But I would say definitely the heartbeat. Mm. Hearing that heartbeat, like, is a whole different type of vibe. Like, 
it's just it's unexplained like you can't really explain it but it's yeah. like oh my god there is another human inside of him yes because the heartbeat makes it real the heartbeat makes, makes it, it real. real like i'm not saying baby's because... not real from in the womb don't get me wrong you guys don't come for me no. talking about babies aren't real when they in the womb you know i'm pro i'm for me personally i am i am i know it's gonna cause controversy but i am pro-life i've always been a pro-life person and yeah. cc knows about me yes that's just me so don't come for me talking about where babies are buying they, they, they want in the womb, they're still a human being. I'm pro-life, so shut your shish. But that heartbeat, the though. The heartbeat, though, mm. it's, it's definitely different because it's like it, it just hits you. Like when you see the pregnancy test, yes, it makes a big difference. But I think that you don't really like that first doctor's appointment mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, this is real. This is like real, real. Mm -hmm. It hits you so differently. Very true. And it's like, okay, now I know I'm, I'm pregnant for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to agree with you. Like, when I saw the lines on the test, I started Googling and hearing, like, about atopic pregnancies, miscarriages, all that. And even my gyno, like, my OB, she wouldn't say baby. She was like, well, it is this. It is that. Until she heard the heartbeat, then it was like, oh, and she said it. She's like, oh, congratulations, mom and dad. You guys are having a baby. Yeah. And it was like, oh. And yeah. she's like, heartbeat means viability. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm. But that's the reason why they don't let you come in until after a couple of weeks. Yeah. You they want to make sure. They want to make sure. They want to be able to detect that there's a heartbeat, heartbeat there. And oof. So it's kind of the same thing. Like when they want to hear the heartbeat, obviously you want to hear it. So it's like, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. I, instantly, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's a that's a human being inside of me." Yeah. But what made shish real uh. was when they pulled that little bugger out, uh. and I was like, "That was inside of me this whole time, girl." No, girl. you cannot tell me that thing was inside of me sitting in there. How did it fit inside of me? Listen, they grow. But, but damn, <laughs> I was like, "Ooh." They I mean, grow. Am I the only mom that was staring at the child for the longest? Like that was in me. For the first child, yeah. The first child, I was in shock. I literally <laughs> was in shock. I didn't understand what was going on. And obviously, he was a preemie, so he was super small, and I just was afraid to hold him. And I just was like, "Uh, that's mine." <laughs> yeah, it's like is that mine. <laughs> I know that feeling. Like, oh, like mm. no, for real though, he mine. That's exactly how I felt. I feel you. Because it was like, you mean to tell me I got to leave this hospital with him? Girl. <laughs> I was staring at I Mackenzie. Was like, I, was I was like, like, I don't have the nurse's help no more? Not at all. <laughs> not. At, oh, I starved my child for the first whole day. Listen. They came in the room and they were like, oh, mommy and daddy, like, where did you feed her? I don't see where you wrote it down on the paper. Me and him was like, feed her. She's still sleeping. The nurse was like, you got to wake it up. And she you know took what? Mackenzie out of the clothes, out of her pinafer, and was and, rubbing her to get uh -huh. her up. Mackenzie was starved for the first year. You know first what? Day of her life. But hey, she's still alive, y'all. Oh, so if you starve your child for the first day, ain't nothing going to happen to it. I'm going to tell you this oh right now. Oh, my gosh. Because then you don't know. You don't know these things until it's like, oh, every two hours, I got to wake it up. I got to wake it up. Oh, mm. Lord have mercy. So it's true. Yeah, it is. It is very true. So how, like, how would you say it becoming a mom changed you mentally? Oh my gosh! Like, you know, seeing her body 
made me instantly go into um, mentally. It was like, okay, well, I can't just think for myself anymore. Uh huh. I have to think for me and this child. Right. I got to think for me and this little one. Yeah. Um, it's not just about me. Uh-huh. You know, so all of a sudden I went from, oh, you know what? I'm just going to do me to, oh, damn. Now, what am I going to do? Like, I went to like a, a protective mode mentally as yeah. well. Where it was like, if anything happens to her, you know, I now have to be cautious of my surroundings. I now need to know what's going on around me mentally. I became hyper-focused, hyper-vigilant. Uh-huh. And hyper, like, very much aware, hyper-aware with her mentally. Right. It was like, okay, well, now I got a child. What is her future going to look like? Like I was, I went to overdrive and had to kind of relax my behind because it was like, what if something happens to me and I die? Oh, my God. Who will take care of my child? Oh, my goodness. What about her college fund? And she's, like, just born sitting there all scrunched up, you know like, what? barely moving because, you know, babies <laughs> don't barely move. They be... Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn. So mentally, it made me... I had to become unselfish. Yes. I had to say, all right, what's my future looking like? What is her future looking like? Right. Um, and how am I going to make sure she has everything she needs? So mentally, the selfishness ha- dissolved over time. Yeah. The wild, um, not wild, but the free-spirited nature definitely stopped. Because, it, well, yeah, it was like, oof. No, y'all, I'm still a free spirit. I'm a wildflower. I, I was going to say, you still there, friend. I am a wildflower with a baby, with, 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 a, with a child attached to me. Because when I am get up and going, you my just, baby. You just do it differently. I do do it differently. That's I mean, all it is. I pack McKenzie. We on adventures for the weekend. My right. dad be like, you and this damn child. You pack your daughter and y'all be out for the whole day. Right. But, so, yeah, I still do that. But now it's like I can't just be free spirited i can't be careless with it like i used to like pack a bag and go now it has to be like yeah. all right well we're we gonna go how are we gonna go who are we gonna be we're we gonna be around we're gonna make sure safe wait she's gonna get her food she's gonna be cranky i gotta be in bed by this time it's like dang you can't just do what you want so mentally it made me grow up yeah and it made me start planning yeah i've always been a planner but Mackenzie made me a very in-depth planner yeah what about you i think the same thing i think uh mentally it changed my whole mindset Mind you, I started, like I said, as a team mom. So I definitely had to change uh, my way of thinking, uh, you know, put my responsibilities first mm. and foremost. Um, even on top of, because I used to take care of my siblings all the time, I kind of had to be like mm. selfish in that direction yeah. and more selfless when it comes to my child. Gotcha. I had to put my child first. Wow. And obviously that caused issues, but whatever. It, my siblings had to eventually understand. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it kind of mentally drained me as well because I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. I didn't know where, wow. where you know, money was supposed to come from. I didn't really have, like, a real job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I was young, you know, and I tried to, I had to figure things out. I had to mostly do it on my own. Wow. And so mentally, yeah, mentally, I just kind of was like really stressed out. And then, I, then obviously after marriage, having a second one, my mindset kind of was already in place. Mm. 
and I knew exactly what to do. I knew where, how to start. I knew, you know, certain things was already there. So just planning, like you said, planning how to carry and do everything I need to do. Got you. Okay. So my, my mindset pretty much now is kids first. Yeah. Kids first and foremost. Put their health first. Put their, mm-hmm. you know, everything mm-hmm. that they need yeah. first because they didn't ask to be here. Very true. That's, oh God, don't get me started. They didn't ask Very to be true. here. You know, we made our choices to become mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's our responsibility to take care of them. Very true. And that's I my agree. mindset. I agree. So. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I agree 100% because, like, that's me now where when people are like, well, you know. And I agree. I love how people ask me, like, how are you doing being divorced and not being, like, a single mother? Yeah. And um, and I'm like, you know, I'm good. But, like, I before, I definitely, I do check my own mental health. Yeah. But as soon as I get mine, like, on tact, I always check with my child because I'm always reminded that she did not choose this life. Yep. And although this is the life that, you know, one of her parents made the decision and chose for her. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I can't sit here and say, well, your dad is the one. Da, 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 da. No. That's not that's not my job. Right. My job is to make sure that my child's mental health is okay. So um, you got to check your own emotions and say, you know, you know what? Someone, some Ken's Denzi. Um, how are you feeling? You know, and she expresses these things and it's a very heartbreaking thing to go through when she does question, you know, why she can't be in the same house with both parents or yeah, why is daddy over there with somebody else and all these things that she does question. And, you know, as a mom, I'm reminded that my allegiance, like you said, is to make sure she's okay. So I definitely have to put away pride, yeah. hurt, whatever I was feeling in the past or even a little bit now. To say, all right, mm, mm-hmm. let's let let us make sure you're good. Yeah. Because you didn't choose this life. And although I never chose it for you, to be honest, but however, I'm going to make sure that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm doing what I need to do on my end. And unfortunately, you know, her dad's not the type of guy that's going to get into all that. He's not going to, he's not focused on her mental well-being because he's more focused on the physical and yeah, you know, making sure I'm paying the bills on my end over at his place, but you know, I'm the person that she really resides in. Like she'll ask random questions at night before bed or in the morning when her little mind's at ease, and she could ask them out of nowhere. And I gotta make sure that I'm that outlet from now mm-hmm. till till the day that I pass in my nineties. That um, you know, she can always come to me. Yeah, and that's something that the mom. You really have to be careful. But that goes into emotional. So yes. let's get into it. How has being a mom emotionally changed you? Oh, it is a roller coaster ride. Oof, it is gosh. a roller coaster ride because like I stated, um I have had my moments of sadness, happiness, mm. uh joy, you know, bitterness. Let's just be honest, bitterness. All those things come into place and you just have this overwhelming feeling of emotions that you go through. Um, Let's just say I didn't go through like a big postpartum depression 
but I had a lot of emotions that I had to deal with because it's, it's not just you, like you're taking care of a, a human being yeah. that you brought into this world. So you're going to have where like those sleepless nights, you're mm-hmm. going to be crying. Like your emotions are going to be all over the place because it's, you're not in control mm-hmm. of nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. You want to be in control, but you can't be in control. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like you you emotionally are drained. Oh, gosh. You're emotionally uh, dealing with, how do I say it? You're emotionally dealing with the woman that you used to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because you're a whole other person now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it's kind of like, you know, and that that was a lot for me. Because I had to deal with different levels of emotions. I had to deal with being a single mother emotion, where it was just me and my child, and I didn't know what to do. Um, So, like, confiding, like, especially back then, I didn't confide in a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I dealt with everything internally. Mm -hmm. So everything was, like, behind closed doors. I was crying. It was a lot to deal with. Yeah. You know, these these kids are depending on you. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what to do with that. So my emotions was pretty high and low. But then you have the joys that mm-hmm. you deal with and your emotions are super high. You're excited to, mm-hmm. to start this adventurous life with this newborn baby. Yeah. You know, you see them smile and giggle and you're, you're jo- you have joy in your heart. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's it's like it's like the good and the bad when it comes to having so many different emotions that you go through. Very yeah, I could agree with that. The emotional part of motherhood and how it changed you is that. For me, I was more hardcore. Like in the beginning, it was like ain't nothing gonna change me. Ain't nothing gonna phase me because I don't give a food and all that <laughs> stuff. Like you know, because I have I didn't have a little person. So in the beginning, it was like. Mm. All right, I don't care about that. I don't care about this. I'm just gonna, you know, do me, and then having a little one. Yeah. And she's so emotional. This little girl is so emotional. And then all of a sudden, I've had to realize that, yeah, you're gonna have to definitely be a little emotional. You have to be a little um, lovey-dovey. And she made me definitely change for the better. Where. I was more aware of other people's emotions and how my actions made other people feel. Okay. Because it was, I don't know, in the past, I was dealing with all adults, and it's like, all right, y'all should know better. But with a child, yeah, it's like I've, I've had to stop and say, hey, what you're doing affects her, and what you just said made her feel bad, and she's telling you that. Like, even now, she's five, and she expresses her hurt or disappointment or whatever she, does, she feels. She I be hearing it, child. Yeah, she expresses them things <laughs> to me all out. And so it made me really have to check my emotions and be self-aware of other people and how they feel. Yeah. Um, but when I had her, I did go through postpartum depression really bad. And so it, I was very sad, very sad for, for having her because okay. it was me not being ready for the changes that came with her. Yeah. And be, me being having anxiety that yes. will I really be able to really take care of a little girl and what can I teach her and 
she made me have to think about myself. Like, yeah. it's the traits that I have. Like, damn, do I want her being hardcore like me with her emotions or do I want her being soft? And if I don't want her being like me with her emotions, that means I have to change myself. Yeah. And you have to change yourself in, in your, almost in your 30s. It's a hard thing to deal with. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't want her being a, a pushover by these men or by somebody else. So I mean, like, I teach her to have to be a little, a little tough skin. And I got anxiety from that because, like, damn. This is a lot to deal with being a mother. Like, I don't think I was ready to have to do with all this shit. I really didn't want to deal with that. No, seriously. But um, I had to really <clears throat> stop and say, damn, I got to really change who I am mm-hmm. to accommodate her because I made her. Yeah. And now, you know, there are good times, like you said. Yeah. Where her saying mama for the first time, I'm just saying daddy the whole damn time, was like, mm, why is that always their first word? Girl, da, 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 da. I'm like, what? girl, mama. I'd be like, Mama. And she'd be like, Dad. I was like, uh-uh, you little crusted thing. Call your daddy in the morning then. Did that make you sad, friend? Oh, girl, I was hurt. Because <laughs> she was nursing and she would be like, I'll be nursing her. She would get off my, she would get off my um my, you know, from nursing, look up at me with my my breast in her mouth. And be like, dad, dad, girl. Yeah. Now you damn well know I'm not no daddy. After all that we have been, the- been through. That's going to be your first word. Why? Why is that their first word? And I thought she would say mama because every time I nurse her, I'd be like, no, they never say mama first. It's a flipping daddy. Her daddy's smiling over there. (laughs) You calling me? You calling me? Boy, be quiet. I used to be so annoyed by that. But then when they smile at you for the first time, it's like, "Mm, you're a little human being. The little giggles and the little reaching for you. It definitely makes you happy to say, hey, mm, you're stuck with me. You might not like it when you turn 13, but you're stuck with me. It's just it's just like this underlying happiness. Like yeah. this, this joy. Like like I said at the beginning, you'd be like, oh my God, I gotta take this child home with me. But oh, then yeah. but oh. then like seeing them and you have them and after you develop such, such, uh, the connection the that connection. you you know, it's like when you see them and they giggle and they laugh, they have those little happy moments, mm-hmm. it brings joy to your heart. Yeah. And those feelings is what makes it all worth it those emotions and it's those so emotions, funny yeah because their emotions become your emotions and yeah. your emotions become their emotions and then when they get older you got to learn how to differentiate the emotions because when you're they're like, sad well, you're sad because you want to know sad. what you said you're trying to fix it now like, yeah you know when they're happy you happy because it brings joy to your heart knowing that your child is in a happy place yeah even when i yell at mackenzie she's looking all sad that she gets yelled at for doing foolishness that she should have not been doing yeah even though i'm so upset with her i'd be like What's wrong? Yeah. My mind, I'm like, oh, babes. Yeah. And I don't, I don't ever apologize when I am disciplining her for reasons of safety and reasons of, but really safety is a big yeah, one. Because sure. I'm not going to say sorry for keeping you alive. Yeah. Like there's one time she almost walked down the middle of the road because she was in her tablet and I kept calling her and she knows that when you are walking, Tablet turns off. Yeah. And she didn't listen to me at that time. And she got she got yelled at. Yelled at. Because there was a car coming. And in my mind, oof. Oh, um, girl. And people are quick to say, well, you should have taken a tablet. Shut your shit. Don't come from my parenting. Because you will get blocked. What I'm going to say is, kid, I hold my daughter accountable to age-appropriate things. Meaning... There's accountability for her, accountability for what she's going through because this world's about that. This world's about accountability. You got to know what you're doing. You can't be free-spirited too much. So anyways, yeah, yelled at her. Um, and when she was sad about it, 
She's like, mommy, yelled at me, and I'm mad about it. And it did make me emotionally really sad to see yeah. her like that. But I said to her, I'm not going to apologize to Kenzie for keeping you safe. Right. And for having these rules and regulations with you. Right. That I do reiterate. Because before she got off that car, I said, turn off that tablet so you can know where you're going. Right. She chose not to listen. She chose not to listen. And non-listening for your safety being, um, you know, your safety being an issue. Sorry. Them gentle parents, y'all can come for me. I'll block y'all because I don't too care about y'all parents' skills anyways. Um, so, yeah, I don't apologize for that. Other things, like emotional things, I do. Yeah. Because I want her to know that mommy's not perfect and I'll never be perfect. I'm never trying to be perfect. I'm trying to be, you know, reasonable and, and I serve perfect God. But, blah, 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 blah. but you know what I'm saying? It changes you. So physically. Yeah. How physically, mom, friend. How does it change you physically? Oh, my God. Body will never be the same. Girl. <laughs> physically, physically. Okay, so physically during the pregnancy, I actually felt great. Really? I actually had maybe a little bit of morning sickness, mm. but I still had energy. Mm. I still felt like, you know, exercising and working out and doing stuff around the house. And, you know, my body was not drained. Got you. There were moments of feeling drained, but for the most part, I was physically okay. Yeah, okay. That's with the the first two. Yeah. Now, yeah. now. What, what about this one right here? Now this third, this third pregnancy. <laughs> okay, let's talk about it. The third pregnancy. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm of age. Is that, I'm about to say, <laughs> do you feel like it's because you are older? I think it's now? because I'm a little older. Okay. And you know. Your metabolism isn't as high as it was yeah, before in your, in your teens and, you know, 20s mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I definitely feel the tiredness. I definitely feel the weight to gain. Like mm -hmm. you could tell the difference. You your could feel it feel now. a little bit more sluggish. Gotcha. You know? um, the energy isn't always there. You have bursts of energy, but mm -hmm. that's it. Like once that energy is gone. It's gone for the day. It's gone for the day. <laughs> I need to go lay down. You hear me? <laughs> So it's kind of like it's it's such a roller coaster with that as well because I don't think that like people really understand like your body really go through changes. Mm -hmm. You feel you feel the movement, you know, after a couple of months. Got you. And you know that's a whole different experience to go through. Um, and then you have to think about how your body is going to change after the baby, okay. like losing the belly fat, losing all the weight that you gained during the pregnancy. Like mm. that thing that goes into also feeling emotionally like, oh, my God, what am I going to look like? Or, mm. you know, um, the mindset you have to have after having a baby where you want to work out again and get back to yourself. Gotcha. And that becomes a whole thing as well. But my body child is never the same. Listen. Hell. Especially after having a C-section. Oh gosh, let's Ooh. the after the after effects of having a C-section is so different. Because first of all, you can't even work out. Like people say, I'm clear for my six weeks. It ain't always. And it ain't the same though. No, C-section is not six weeks, y'all. I do it's a, it's a little bit more than it's that because you still that. feel that. You mm -hmm. still feel it. I didn't get cleared till um I was twelve weeks. I was three months out. Yeah. because of the C-section and she wanted the scar to heal. Um, and so some women it's eight weeks, it's two yeah. months. Yeah. So I know vaginal, you guys get the six week clearance C-section moms is two months. Yes. And then also, um, for me, it was three months. 
Yeah. It all goes according to that woman's body. You have to slowly get you back into slowly. it. And then when you do get clear, they, they tell you, light workout. Yes. Nothing heavy for the first year. Yes. And so my body changed. Like I was at this, I was 120 pounds when I had McKenna, when I was, um, First got pregnant. We ain't gonna talk weight over here. We just Babes, gonna let that. Mackenzie shot me up to two hundred. <laughs> I was at two hundred pounds, y'all. What? When I stepped on that damn scale, yeah, it was two hundred, and I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> and you know, I thought, oh, it's gonna go back down after I have her. It didn't. And then, you know, bypassing weight, yeah, my body. I've always had stretch marks because I've always just been like I gotten bigger, and then I got to the one twenty. I've always had that, but yeah. they definitely emphasize with the baby. Yes. And then I I've I had a little hip here and there and I had a little thigh. Yeah. Um, that changes too. But Yep. Mackenzie brought, made them hips and them thighs. So I tell people that I was a woman before Mackenzie, but Mackenzie made me a woman. Like <laughs> them curves and my breast. Oh. I've had B cups and after my nurse her, they were D. And then when I was done nursing her, they went to a C. So now I'm at a C cup after her. My foot went up. I was a seven. I went to a seven and a half, around seven and a half, eight now. My hips and my thighs, those are Everything my money makers. Changes. They are bigger. Yes. And losing the weight? Oh. Because you don't right. got that time no more to work no. out like you want to. No. You're exhausted. Your hormones have changed now. So you're. I look at women on Instagram who don't got kids and they're like working out or or they're like doing something completely different. They're like, oh, and I wake up in the morning. Do you want to do yoga stretches? And, I do it. and I'm like, babes, no. babes, I'm scrolling through your shit and you ain't got not one damn child. And I'm not saying I am judging, but I can't relate. Yeah. I can't relate. Because you, you know have what? to fit in your fitness. You know what we get in the morning? Yeah. We can get up. And I get up at five, y'all. But let that little girl think that mm, this is my time to come and have quality time with mommy. And I'm like, no, girl. Nine to five is your time with them stop. But <laughs> nine, when you get up, is your time with mommy. Yeah. This five o'clock is mommy's time with the Lord and herself. Right. And yeah, it changes. It my changes. body. The hormones. The hormones. Your the vagina. Oh, my Ooh. God. So, I know this is going to be into details right now. You know, Girl. But your, your, your whole vagina changes. Your vagina changes. Your vagina changes. Your, I ain't going to lie, but it feels swollen. It during does. the pregnancy. It does. It feels swollen during the pregnancy, right? Yeah. Um it and does. then and then let's talk into like your hormones. Your hormones mm -hmm. go through like this peak of I need, I need, I need, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. intimate time. And then it's like they is like don't want you don't want to be touched. It's like, all right, don't touch me. And you you don't it's like you feel you don't feel sexy, mm -mm. but you feel like you have your moments where you feel cute. Mm hmm And then you feel ugly. Mm-hmm. And then when you looking at your body in the mirror, you be like, oh, like, what is this? <laughs> you be like, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Don't get it me is wrong. beautiful, but you just don't feel beautiful. You just don't feel you it. Don't like feel it. that belly in front of you, you be like, Oh my gosh. Uh, and then when it's like big like that last that last um month. Oh my god. It's like it bruh, huge. bruh, give it up. Give it up. Don't don't come near it me. It gets huge. But that's how I got here, shit. You know. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm mm. And it starts to move inside of you. You be like, hey, I am not having sex with this child moving inside of me because this is a turn off. It's uncomfortable. It's cock blocking. It's uncomfortable though. That's right. why you only have certain positions you could do. Yeah. Cause it becomes uncomfortable, uncomfortable. for us. 
Don't put my and back. And at that point, we're just kind of like, all right, let's 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 wait till we have this baby, okay? Because yeah. I ain't got time to deal with this. Yeah, you can't be on your stomach, obviously. You can't be on your back. You feel like it's weighing you down. Yeah. And then it's like, who wants to do that whole thing? You're not going to ride dick when you're pregnant too definitely either because you're already damn near tired. Right. And a couple up and downs, that's a cardo for the whole trimester. That's it. You'd be like, oof. Mm. So it's kind of rough. Yeah. It is a very rough feat. It is. And I also dealt, I dealt with, um, with the hormones part, I dealt with acne. Mm. When you come, like, it's different types of, because your pregnancy hormones acne. is at its highest. Yeah. So the pregnancy acne, you know, it's just like a lot to deal with. For me, it was dental pain. I had a lot of dental pain because of your gums start getting more softer. Yeah. Hip pain. Um, but what killed me out of all this was just the, I would say the hips and the back. Oh, the, the back, back pain. Yes. The back pain. But my vaginal area after having Mackenzie. And the doctor was like, you know, it's not the same anymore. And I'm like, we need the same anymore. She's like, your vagina changes. And the chemistry changes. The moisture changes. You can be a little more drier. And it gets a little bit more intricate because now your estrogen is different. Yeah. And so you're not really prepared for the changes in your, even with your bacteria in the vagina. You know. It changes. It changed. Yeah. It definitely changes. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, yo, people got to be careful when you talk about women and their vaginal health on social media because... Because they don't understand how much we go through we with go our changes. Through with our changing of having of having a child. Things yeah. change. And you could be a woman who's never had a yeast infection, TMI. You never had BV. And then you could have a baby and that shit just be because now hiking your, up. Yep. Now your hormones is at a different level. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Every little thing could change it. And before it was like, I've never had a yeast infection. And now after having a kid, it's like, damn. Why is it like this? Yeah. And, you know, gynecologists, is, they'll tell you, well, mm-hmm, you had a baby and you are older. Yeah. You get older and things change. So, yeah. Your pH changes. Everything changes. Like, seriously. True. Spiritually. Okay. Spiritually. But before we get into that, I think physically, just to end that one out, you, you learn to adapt to your new body. Yeah. Because it's like... And you make changes... With your new body. With your new body. Yeah. You have to want to physically change it. Mm-hmm. And but understand that you'll never be the same. Yes. And that's okay. Yep. That's true. Yeah. I think women yeah. don't accept that. I was, and that was my problem. I thought I would go back to the pre-baby look. Yeah. And I've had to realize, Jaleesa, is not going back to and that. And you get close to it. Don't, you get don't close get to it. Yeah. You get real close, close to, to it. it. But you'll never be back there. And I yeah. realized that. I'll never be back there. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. So spiritually, how has um, having kids changed you? I would say that, let's see, spiritually, it has brought me closer. For one, it has brought me closer to God. Mm-hmm. My relationship with God before having a child was just all about what my parents wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, you grow up in a church and you see what they want you to have. And they, you see that they want you to be there. But when you develop your own relationship with God, you understand differently yeah. in your perspective with your relationship with him. Very so true. when I had Jay as a, being a teen mom, I literally depended on God. Mm. I didn't have no choice. I was a single mom. Mm-hmm. So my relationship, I, I had to have... That connection, I had to be like, I need you. Like, Aww. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I didn't know which route to take. I didn't know where to go. 
So for me, it was just like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't do this by myself. And Lord, I need you. Mm. Um, um, I definitely understand what you're saying because of the fact that to be very honest, um, I felt I feel the same way. After having Mackenzie, um, I needed to make sure that I had that relationship with God so before I could lead her to it. I've always said your kids will only see you as your ministry. Mm-hmm. So I can't preach something and not be saying, all right, well, I understand it. So when she has these questions, I can answer it. Uh-huh. Although her questions right now are really, does God take naps? Where does God live? Is he in the sky? Does he have a dog? Does he have a wife? What does his house look like? You know, they're kids. Yeah. She's a five-year-old. So that's what's going to be. So I found a book that says, does God take naps? And it, and <laughs> it helps. It. To, it's so cute. I'm going to link it for the parents out there who might, be saying, who might have to buy it. And I found it um, at a store and it was so cute because it answers her questions for her age, for kids. Yeah. You know, does God have a house in the, and where does God live? You know, things like that in the little book. It's cute. And so my spiritual life has increased to me taking her to, I go to church with her on every Sunday. Like, yeah, that's our thing because I know people say, well, I have a relationship with God, but community is important. And Mackenzie needs and me we both know the importance of having like-minded people in christ yeah by going to a church because it's not the same where you can't do christ alone you can't do christianity alone you have to have people around you that are of that like-mindedness because say for example you go somewhere you go to a club that is antichrist whatever they're satanist whatever yeah you're if you're around them all the time and you're talking about you're for god yeah at the end of the day part of you is going to start to dwindle over That's or true. part of you is going to start questioning or part of you is going to feel uncomfortable with the dueling spirits dueling like-mindedness you're not the same but being around people who believe the same yeah want the same yeah talk the same not saying that you're conforming to them, but you can hold each other accountable. Very true. You can also say, I right, hold you accountable. We're all going to build up our faith to be stronger in the Lord. So with Mackenzie, she made me learn the importance of community in my Christianity. That's how she's changed me with spiritually. That I was going to trade by myself, but I was doing it by myself. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, with a child, she needs friends like that. I need to be part of the community of Christ. Yeah. So she changed me to make me be more involved with other people who are like-minded like myself and not just doing it by myself, you know? Yeah. But she also made me question my unequally yokedness with her father. Ooh, that's a big one for you. Yes. That's a big one. Having a child made me realize that being unequally yoked with a man in Christ is not the way I can go. Yeah. Because the way that she was being raised is two different ways. Yeah. And it was hard. It was hard. And um, so when people say, when it comes to my divorce, um, the man I'm, I'm trying to be with next time or my next husband has to be of God. I, yeah. I, I that That's my deal breaker. If you're not for God, you're not for me. Right. I want my child to be in a godly home. Yeah. Because I'm raising her to be a godly woman. Yep. And she made me question that with her father because I've seen how she would say, well, daddy doesn't pray. Daddy doesn't believe in God. Daddy doesn't care about God. And that hurts my heart because it's like I'm trying to teach her the ways of the Lord and he's teaching her the ways of whatever. I can't I can't talk for him. Yeah. And I'm not going to put him down or nothing like that because that's her father. And then the day I'm not saying that he's a bad person because he'll believe in God. But I'm just saying when it comes to the spiritual part of it, she made me really question my unequal yokeness. That's true. Um, with him. 
it made me really say, you know what, mm, this, this isn't it, not going to work. Yeah, I think it also helped me identify more of my spirituality because mm-hmm. I think that being a free spirit beforehand and doing focused on yourself and doing you, you kind of don't connect to that part of you. Mm-hmm. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't understand the essence of what you need in your life. You know how you want to, um, how you want to connect with. You know everybody believes in who they believe in, but for me, God, like, how do you connect with Him? Mm-hmm. I think having uh, children brings that out of you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and so. I think that, yeah, so I think that that kind of brings more me more closer to, you know, having that connection within myself first. And then, like you said, introducing how I want my child to, you know, be connected to God for them. Mm-hmm. You have to be first connected first. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that pretty much, you explained it pretty well, friend. Because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so you like so you just like it definitely it definitely changed us a lot being a mother. Yeah, but we want to know how it changed. You know, you guys. You know, this is Mother's yeah. Day. This is Mother's Month. So we want to know. Yeah, how did it how did it change uh, your perspective on mm-hmm. becoming a mother? Like, you know, share with us how you felt. You know, before becoming a mother. And how it changed after becoming a mother. Did you yeah. see life differently? Did you see that you grew into a whole different new person? Mm-hmm. How did you feel physically? Did your body change? And have, have you changed it back mm. to at least, you know, somewhat close to where it used to be? So, yeah. let's talk about it, you know? Yes, we want to hear about it. So, hit us up. Comment, like, um, you know, share. We want to hear about it. We really, really do. Yeah. So, let us know. And until next time, bye. bye.